bonjour. That's it. That's all I know in French since I failed French. I actually got D in GCSE. I don't know if that counts as a fail, but to me, I failed. So bonjour, everyone. Uh, I am back after almost two weeks, and today I am recording the second episode of my podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Emma, and this is my podcast where I talk about topics of interest, give advice, and tell personal stories that I've enjoyed in this crazy thing called life. Um, for those of you that are returning listeners, welcome back and thank you so much for listening again. I think I got about 147 plays on my first episode, which is like ridiculous. It's crazy. Didn't expect that. So thank you to everyone that's listened the first time. And if you're a new listener, thank you for listening today. Make sure you follow and subscribe on all the listening platforms that you listen um, to my podcast on. So that's like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, just anywhere that you listen. I'm so grateful. So thank you guys for being here. Today, I'm going to talk about um, a controversial topic because I think a lot of black parents have done this to their children and they don't think anything of it. They think it's just a good form of discipline or it sets you straight. Those of you that already have ideas, it's not beaten. (laughs) Don't get a different idea. It's not beaten. It's not whipping your child. It's being sent back. And for those of you that haven't been sent back before, you don't know what it means. Being sent back means that um, your parents shove you on a plane back to your country, back to where you're from. So in my case, I'm Ghanaian. I'm kind of Jamaican, but we don't really talk about that. I'm only Jamaican on the TL, and sometimes in real life. But I'm from Ghana, both my parents are from Ghana. So that is where they put me on a British Airways flight to. Oh yeah, I'm not sponsored by the way, this is not an ad or promo. But <clears throat> British Airways, if you wanna sponsor me, hit me up in it. But um, <laughs> yeah, they put me on a flight straight back to Ghana. It all started when I was in year, I was in year nine. Oh, God. So, long story short, um, one day I was in class, I was in year nine, you know what I mean? You know how you're quite rebellious and you don't really give a shit back then. Um, I was sitting in a maths class, yeah. I think it was maths, I remember the classroom. And I was sitting next to my friend and we were all just busting jokes. Like the entire class was just laughing about something. I don't know what was funny, but we were all just creasing, like busting up. And the teacher told us to shut up and keep quiet. So, like, obviously none of us did. Are you dumb? So we all just kept laughing and laughing. And my friend next to me, he was creasing up. Like, he was he was done in it. The teacher shouted, everyone shut up. So everyone kept quiet after that. But my friend and I were still laughing. And the teacher, this is exactly what came out of her mouth. She said, Emma, get out. Huh? What do you mean, me? I was laughing, yeah, put my hands up. I was laughing. So were a couple people in the classroom, like maybe two or three. But so was my friend that was sitting right next to me, even with his teeth. You could see that he was laughing. But she only called me to get out. I said, no, I'm not getting out. What do you mean? If I'm going now, if I'm being sent out, send him out as well. She said, no, you, get out. I said, I'm not moving, bruv. I didn't, you know when you're in year nine, it's, it's kind of like year eight, year nine, you think you're a big man, you start swearing at teachers, you start saying shut up, you know, you won't do what you're told. Me, I was going through that rebellious stage and I was staying with my auntie 
in London, my brother and I, my older brother, he's two years older than me, we were both staying with my auntie and um, the rest of my siblings and my parents were in Ghana. So, you know, I just, I felt like I missed them, you know, I didn't have that structure, so I was kind of acting out and I was kind of having a battle with my identity, um, like sexually, which I'll go into uh, later on in a different episode. But yeah, I just felt like everyone hated me, like the entire world was against me. So of course, a teacher pissing me off, I'm going to get angry, you will, <laughs> you, I'll damage you. I just felt, nah, I'm gonna call her a cunt. So I called her a cunt now, I said, no. I got up and I was walking to leave because she had gotten one of the head teachers into um, to tell me to get out. So I stand up now and I, as I'm walking, I walk past the teacher, I say, you cunt, huh? Hmm? Could I even spell cunt? 15, 14, 15, can I spell cunt? And I've got to go and say that to her. Jaira stuff, I right. As soon as I said it, yeah, I said, yeah, I feel like the boss. I feel like the guy. No one can tell me anything. Hey, as soon as I took four steps, I said, <sighs> I said, my mom is going to kill me. <laughs> She's not even in this country, but I'm going to die. Today, that day, that very day, I said, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. They should just start putting flyers, missing child, because that was me. I knew I was screwed. So basically, after I called the teacher, I can't now, she called um, my mum. I was on my way home because I got expelled or suspended, whatever they call it here, for a couple of days, like three, four days. I think maybe it was even, yeah, it was three, four days. Called my mum now and my mum called me and she was like, Emma, what am I hearing about you've been suspended or you've been expelled for calling a teacher a cunt? I said, no, she was picking on me. She was saying I was the only one laughing, which was true. But obviously they don't want to hear that. All they hear is that you've been expelled, that you've been suspended. They, they, and then they give you that massive speech. I brought you to this country to learn, you know, to have a good education, to get your degree, to have a good job, which is true. But I, <laughs> I'm not a dickhead. You know what I mean? I wasn't the only one laughing. I'm not going to let her take the piss like that. That's just not going to happen. So my mum said, this is what she said, she said, I'll call you later. Ah. Ah. When you hear I'll call you later and you're not even the one that hangs up, it's her, it's your mum, you're dead. I said, cool. She called me later on having a go at me on the phone. My dad also had a go at me. My brother was asking me what had happened. I told him. Next thing I know, my mum's landed. Heathrow Airport at Terminal 14. My back. Oh, Jesus, the way I wanted to piss myself. I was scared, you know. I was scared. I said, what is going to happen? Is my mom, did my mom come all the way to London to give me beats? Like, there's no way that she came all the way here. So I was just really kind of anticipating what she was going to say. She comes now. She comes to the, my auntie's house. She says, Emma, pack your things. Uh, we're going back to Ghana. I said, what? said we're going back to Ghana since you want to behave like this I'm taking you back for you people that know people that have been sent back or you yourself have been sent back I sympathize with you because I I went through it and it was one of the worst experiences but also one of the best I've ever experienced in my life like it's it's a whole kind of whirlwind I can't explain the feeling that you get in your stomach when your mom tells you that you're being sent back Especially because my brother was collateral damage. He didn't even do anything, but he got sent back as well. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? He didn't do shit. He didn't do nothing, but yet, you know, he was collateral damage. Sorry, Ben. 
RIP, pull one up for him, innit? RIP to his dignity that day because he was pissed. He must have been pissed. Oh, sorry, Ben. Love you. But, um, yeah, my mum made me pack up all my things, all my clothes, all my shoes. She said, we're going back to Ghana. I said, fuck. Got on the flight now. And then when we landed, ah, oh, the moment I stepped off, that warm, even hot air just slapped my face of that British Airways. Oh, my God. I'm not getting promo for this, by the way. It's not an ad, but British Airways, if you want to sponsor me, email me, you know. Boy, when I got off that British Airways plane, the air that just whacked my face, it was either British Airways or Virgin, whacked my face. I could smell palm nut soup. Hmm? I could smell Gary and kink it. That's all I can smell, bruv. I said, no, get me back on the plane that goes to London. I said, I don't want to be here. I cried and cried and cried. I cried. When the driver came to pick us up to take us to the house, I was just crying. I said, Emma, what the... You've actually brought this upon yourself, you know? Like, it's actually all my fault. I did this to myself. No one else is to blame. I was just so angry at myself. I couldn't believe that I was back in Ghana because I just couldn't hold my lips just because I let some teacher some privileged um lady get the best of me and sometimes I'm just like Emma if you hadn't said anything if you hadn't shown that anger you would still be there but it was too late now I was already I was already in Ghana there's nothing that I could do so I just adapted very quickly I mean within the next two weeks I'd gone to a couple schools to see if I could enroll there <clears throat> and I first went to a school that I already went to which was um when I was in like year I think it was like year six maybe like year five year six I went to that school but um I didn't go to that one I went to a different one a newer one and the moment that I started there I just I just felt so upset I was like I miss my friends you know I miss going to the chip shop I miss all those useless things like I was like I miss it so much it was just very different and it was very like quick within a space of like not even two weeks I was already back in Ghana I was already back in school and it's kind of like when you start a different school in like a country like Ghana everyone's lovely like everyone's nice you know what I mean if you go to an international school it's a bit different like you see people you meet people from England you know America you know I had a, quite a few friends that were from Denmark Australia I had quite a few friends from Australia Lithuania you just meet all kinds of people but it's not my people do you know what I mean they're not my friends from back home but I just had to accept that I wasn't going back until my attitude changed I didn't think I was going back and when I started um, going to my classes and stuff they could tell by the accent oh you're not from here yeah, I'm British. They're like, oh, why are you here? Why are you here? Then you have to now come and tell them that it's because you were being naughty back in England. And they just, they just, they're just like, wow, like you did all that just to be brought back here. And I'm not saying like Ghana is like bad or anything or any country gets sent back to you. Like, those are your roots. You know what I mean? Africa is beautiful. The Caribbean is beautiful. Like, to go back there is fine when it's on your own accord. But I got sent back as in I didn't have a choice didn't have a single choice and it was all because of my actions I mean I got when I got to Ghana I was schooling there for um, I think I was there for about a good year um, I think it was a year or two yeah or a year and a half and 
that was that was fine you know what i mean i just got on with it you have to get on with it because you walking down and seeing a trotro pass you by or you're seeing peanut and um what's it called roast plantain or you're seeing um gary Foto- you have to get used to it and it was it was so quick i cannot tell you how it made me feel because i was just so angry at myself like i really got myself in this position and there's nothing i can do about it so i was studying there and i almost i almost did my gcse's i think it was my gcse's there no it wasn't even my gcse's something i had some tests that i had to do and i wasn't really performing well because i feel like when you go to back to your country their educational levels are higher so if you're in year seven in ghana for instance i feel like when you come here you can do the work of someone that's in year nine they teach you to a higher standard so that you know more that just that's just what happens and i realized it because when i got there i was struggling i was proper struggling i didn't understand anything i was doing french um i think i did french geography you know math english science and um i think it was religious studies or something and i just found it so difficult i just felt like the dumbest person that i didn't know what the hell was going on i mean i had friends and stuff but it's just difficult to adjust to something like when you've just been thrown in the deep end i literally didn't know what was going on so i just felt like i was failing everything and um yeah, I was just like, yo, I was living the life in England and I took it for granted. I think a lot of people take where they are for granted. I'm not saying back home that it's terrible, but you know, here you have a lot of opportunities to do whatever you want. Like, you can do it there, but I just feel like there's more opportunities here. Like, here is where you want to be if you're a young person just trying to make it in whatever you want. Because there's just so many things that you can do and there's so many people that can help you. I mean, for goodness sake, I thought I was going to end up doing my GCSEs there. I thought I was going to end up going to uni there. I just thought I'd never come back. Like, the day that my mum was like, oh, Emma, um, yeah, you're going back to um, London. What? I said, I'm going back. She said, yeah. I said, just me. She was like, no, all of us are going there. So, like, all of my siblings, I have four siblings, um, three of them are younger than me. She said, yeah, all of you are going back. I said, wow, okay. And then my dad came and told me as well. And it just felt so surreal to me because Ben and I had been there for so long. It's like we didn't really, like we had gotten so used to it to us going back again. I feel like that's one thing that a lot of parents don't actually deep affects their child if i've moved schools and houses a lot a lot from forest gate to east Ham to good maze to you know um like essex essex to ghana like i've been all over the place i've been to a lot of schools and i don't think they realize how it affects you when you're a young person like i feel like african parents they need to get this into their head like when you say oh i don't want to move because you know i'm gonna miss my friends or you know i'm gonna miss the routine or whatever like oh friends you can make friends anywhere but that's not the point though i shouldn't have to move or have moved between three different schools in the space of a year 
like they don't get how that affects someone everywhere I, I went I had to make new friends I don't think they they get how that affects someone having to start like it's good that I'm a talkative person I chat bare you know what I mean? I'm talkative. A lot of the friends that I've made in my life, my lifetime, it's because I've approached them first because I've, I've like talked to them. Do you know what I mean? I'm a Libra. I like talking. I'm friendly. I'll talk to anyone. So if I was a shy, you know, closed off person, I don't think I would have made any friends. And that was just so hard. That's one of the aspects that I found so difficult. Having to move from this school with great friends to a new school, trying to make friends again, to then this place, and then another place, and then there's another place. And I just wanted to know when is it ever going to stop? When am I going to stop moving up and down and be stable? So when my mum and dad told me, oh, okay, you guys are going back, like all of you, they kind of gave me, I think my brother as well, a talk. Like, go there, get your GCSEs get your A-levels, go to uni, you know, do the right thing. Make sure you're happy, but do the right thing. And from then on, I feel like I was being treated as an adult, like you're responsible for everything that happens now. Cause I was, I was quite, I would say I was quite irresponsible. But I think Ghana, <laughs> I built some character in there because it's tough out there. It's really tough out there. It's beautiful. Like I love the people, everyone's kind everyone's sweet but it's tough out there like education wise it's tough enjoyment is an enjoyment central enjoyment here in the hotel enjoyment at um at Carmel. enjoyment everywhere everywhere you can enjoy yourself but when it comes to like you know things that matter it's easy to feel alone like it happens more than you think so when my parents told me that yeah your flight is next week it was ben and i ben and i got on the flight together got on the plane together and my mom and my other siblings got on a different um plane so ben and i came after them and when we got there we were just like wow we're actually back like it felt so weird so weird i was like 17 at the time i was like this feels strange Rob. like i was born here i was literally born in redbridge but it feels like this like i don't recognize this place and it was the saddest thing because certain things certain manners i just didn't understand certain social cues because i've been gone away for so long it just wasn't there anymore so um yeah <laughs> funny story Ben, yeah, Ben is smart. He wore something that would keep him warm. Me being the idiot that I was, I went to go and collect some thin black jacket. I put it on. I said, yeah, this is what I'm going. Do you know what month it was that we were traveling? Yeah, it was in March. We got to England, 1st of March, 2015. It was brick. And I had a thin, 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 thin jacket from Primark. I thought, yeah, I'll be warm. As soon as we touched London, yeah, I was freezing. I got sick. I got sick for like two weeks because I just wasn't thinking. I thought, oh, something jacket, I'll be warm. Does it make sense? Sometimes I swear down my brain, it just doesn't work. But when we touched there, got suitcases and everything, and then you know, called up the cab, and then we went straight down to London, and we saw um, my family. I said, I'm so happy to be back. Now that I've come here, I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to do everything in my power to make myself happy, but I'm gonna do it the right way. 
I'm going to be sensible, I'm going to be respectful, and I'm not going to take anything for granted because being in Ghana made me miss England. Like, I don't know, I think the only other place, I would live in Ghana to be fair. I would live in Ghana, I could live in England for the rest of my life, I could live in America, you know. I haven't really been anywhere like that, look at me chatting shit. But here feels like home, but it was a home that I didn't recognise because everything had just changed so rapidly like the friends that I left behind they've all moved on they're they've all made other friends they're all in um whatever year they're in for me to now go back and try and you know mend a relationship it just didn't make sense I even went back to the school um for a little bit for like a month or, or two and I said no mum take me out of here like I, I don't want to be in the school anymore because although I had gone back and my friends were still there, it didn't feel the same. Like, it felt like I had to get to know them again because I had come to terms with who I was um, and they had learned who they was. And maybe, you know when you, you're friends with someone, but you guys are only friends because you're in the same place, on the same area, on the same school. And then when you branch out and then you come back, you realise we actually had nothing in common like that. So I think that's what I endured. And it was kind of... Um, heartbreaking honestly because it just felt weird like you used to be my best friend and now it's kind of like i don't know you like you see, you see each other you be like oh, hi you're right but that's it so i told my mom to take me out of that school and she put me in <laughs> this place yeah oh my god i went to um where's it i went to newham college for like oh god how long was i at newham college for it wasn't even it wasn't even two weeks. I am not, no disrespect to anyone that's gone to Newham College yet, but I actually felt like crying every single day because basically what happened was because I came from Ghana and I'd missed a whole chunk, I couldn't go into the year I was in. I got sent back. So when I came, I was supposed to be year 11, about to do my GCSEs but I missed a whole year and a half or whatever. So they said, okay, look, you have two options. You can either do your maths, English and science GCSE and then pass them with flying colors and you have that, or you can go a whole year back and get all your GCSEs. So instead of being in year 11, I would be in year 10. And I, at first I was like, no, no, I'm not going to year back. Like, fuck that, that's long. So then I went to that school, didn't like it anymore. Everyone had changed. So I went to the new college and that's just filled with all types of people like all types of people i just hate going there every day i didn't have any friends i just felt bare like secluded i don't know i just didn't feel right i said mum like i know i have to go a year back in order to get my gcse's but why not do it like let me just do it instead of getting three gcse's and me going to someone that i hate every day someone that's just janky and just it's just full of shit like I didn't like it they didn't run the place properly everyone was just so weird so I was like nah this place is dead <clears throat> this place is dead get me out of it quick so she managed to get me into a school in Essex so we moved we all moved to Essex I think everyone got a place in a school um in in Essex so I went to a school and I started from year 10 I came midway 
so I was in if I was in year 11 I'd be midway in year 11 but instead I was midway year 10 so you can imagine how it feels to be talking to everyone being friends with everyone and then the moment they ask you oh how old are you when's your birthday you're just like oh yeah like it, I think a lot of people don't talk about the fact that when you're a year behind it's it's not really a good feeling it doesn't feel nice like people ask you oh, how old are you everyone in my year was like 15 16 and you you go oh yeah I'm 17 they're like what you're 17 already like how I'm like yeah I'm a year back they're like oh okay and then you know people start talking about oh yeah she's a year back she's older and they, they don't look at you funny but it's kind of like oh like like you're a big kid in our year do you know what I mean so yeah I, I was the oldest one in the year obviously because I was a year older than everyone even some people if their birthday was in like July or August for instance I was a year and 11 months or a year and 10 months older than which is basically two years it felt so odd but yeah I had I had some good friends there man that just made me feel comfortable you know like nothing was weird shout out to Jack man that's my bro shout out to Edward um shout out to Samira like they just made you feel comfortable and it's like them questions that you get like oh why are you a year back why are you older and you're you know you are you supposed to be in your left and it's like yeah I know blood shut up I get it I went to Ghana I was sent back come here now I'm in the year behind that's it and that just seems like a really interesting thing that people want to talk about um so yeah that was very very odd but when I got into education it was okay like I felt I felt all right again because it's like getting into routine you know doing things that you used to do making new friends it was it was all worthwhile but sometimes I think what would I have been like had I not been a year back what would have happened if I actually got into the year I was supposed to be in and you know what I'm happy with how my life is now because I wouldn't have met the people I met I wouldn't have made the friends I made I probably would have made different choices like I just would have done things so differently because any little thing in your life can just completely switch what you're going to be like so I'm happy with who I am now what I am now I wouldn't want to change that for anything so I guess it all worked out in the end but it was so difficult like the transition but I guess sometimes when you mess up you know instead of parents to I'm not judging anyone's parents or anything but I think before sending someone back I think it's it's almost essential just to talk to them and see why they're acting out why they are doing what they're doing it's I mean it's quite difficult but at the same time you want them to feel comfortable at that time I know I was acting out because of my sexuality primarily like I just I feel like I just wasn't accepted not by like my family or anything but like by myself like I didn't understand myself I didn't understand what I was going through so then you act out or you act in a way that people just don't understand so then they just discipline you harshly but being sent back was it was an eye-opener I think I um, took a lot of things for granted and being sent back made me open my eyes and see it for what it is I'm I'm happy because now you know I'm where I'm supposed to be all of this was supposed to happen like if it didn't happen I don't know what kind of person 
I would have been like I don't know what kind of friends I would have made like I probably wouldn't have been as open and as um uh, what's the word I wouldn't be as I don't know if honest is the word but it made me realize who I am what I'm about and I think that's just the biggest like and the best thing that anyone can ever realize about themselves so although it was harsh and I feel like I hated my parents at some point I don't think I would have wanted it any other way because being sent back it, it really did have an effect on me and I was just angry I think the first first month I was angry and I, you know that ones where you plot to run away like you pack a bag you know you look where can I get a cab from or whatever who am I gonna tell that I'm missing or that I'm going away and yeah I just I just acted like I was gonna do that I didn't do shit I did because where am I gonna go please who who's gonna take me in who like do you know what I mean be realistic Emma you're here for a good reason stay here pattern once you've patterned you can go back but um when i think about it logically would i ever put my kids through that hmm you know what tell a lie i don't think i'd ever be able to send my kids back you know i just would feel so bad i feel so bad because you've taken them out of an element where they're comfortable you've basically chucked them in the deep end and now you're telling them hey you adapt like it, it was it's a very hard hard and i think difficult thing to go through at such a young age but some kids are naughty you know some kids are utter shit like excuse my language yeah but some kids are actually they're fucking like they're fucked do you know what i mean like ch- chucking things at teachers telling fuck you mom saying no i'm not going to school today doing all types of madness for them kids there yeah them kids okay fair enough fair enough but me i ain't never done nothing wrong my entire life i just called a teacher i can't once once and i get sent back allow it but that being sent back it it really did change me and i i just i don't know if i'd be able to forgive myself if i put my kids through that so i don't think i'd send them back i don't think i would but ghana was an experience man i love ghana so much i love going to la palm um i love going to the shopping mall i love the people that sell things on the roadside um just the atmosphere like people are really nice and calm there but they treat you very differently if they clock that you have an accent if they clock that you're british or american or something suddenly they're so nice to you you know because hey you've got money mm. but really and truly nigga i'm broke you know what i'm saying but yeah man being sent back is an experience for any of you if any of you have any stories about being sent back just let me know because i need to know that you know we're together in this way we're, we're not alone you people that think you're the only ones or whatever trust me you're not being sent back is i think for parents it's a last resort i feel like when they when they told you several times stop doing that stop doing this and you haven't stopped what else do they feel like they're gonna do i don't agree with beating your child but then at the same time, I don't agree with sending them back. So I'm kind of conflicted. What do you do with the kids then that are not behaving themselves? Do you just let them take the piss? Or do you like, do you send them back? Do you beat them? I have absolutely no clue. I'm not a parent yet. 
So I can't say what I would and what I wouldn't do. But all I know is that them like being somebody is not a joke, bro. And it's even funnier when you explain it to like I'm I'm not like coming at race or anything, but when you explain it to someone that's white and they don't know about all this like kind of discipline where you get sent back to your country, because where are they being sent back to? Where are they being sent back to? What Liverpool? Huh? What Chelmsford? They ain't getting sent back nowhere. What to go live with their nan? They see their nan like five times a week. That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. I don't know. You know, I've always been interested in like white kids that are very naughty. How did their parents like discipline them? Because I've seen two two parents that like hit their kids and stuff. But that's very rare. They just like Tommy, stop it, stop it now. Fuck you, mum. I don't even like you. And then they snatch the Xbox controller out of their hands and then they fuck off. Like, how the hell do you do that? Can you imagine? Oh my god. What's that show? What's that show? That show where um, kids that are naughty, they swap places with someone in a different country. Ah, I can't remember. I can't remember, but that show was mad. Fun fact, one of the kids, um, one of the people on that show actually went to uh, the school I went to in Ghana. So if you figure out what school it is, let me know. I'll be interested if any of you know it. But that was the funniest. Can you imagine, can you imagine sending Billy to a school in Kumasi or in Lagos? Can you imagine? Oh my God, they will lose their head. They will actually lose their marbles. Because school in... um. In a country that you're not familiar with, it's different, you know. It's proper different when, like, people are looking at you because they can hear you have an accent or, or you dress a bit different. It's a madness. It's an utter madness. But, yeah, man, it happens. It's life. But being sent back, boy, 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 it really did change me. But it made me the person I am today. Although, you know, I should be in third year now although i should have done my gcse's earlier i should have done my a levels earlier i am where i'm meant to be so you know i don't hold any kind of hatred or remorse wherever in my heart but them times were were very very difficult you just feel misunderstood i feel like that's the difference between the my generation what generation am i I think I'm Generation Z. I was born in 1998. Yeah, I think I'm Generation Z. And between the difference between my generation and like our parents' generation, just certain certain ways that they act. Like I'm gonna do a whole episode on African parents, from tattoos to piercings to sexuality to um, what's it called? Uni um, degrees to dress sense to hair. To trust guys I will cover it all I will cover it all and oh I'll, I might do that one with a guest because African parents they just need to be broken out because there's so many things that they do that I just think are you like not African parents in general but, no, sorry not just African parents but like aunties as well uncles just anyone that's just you know an elder so they just do a madness they actually do a madness like they always think that we're out here you look at um Fingy's kids, they're doing this, they do okay, but you don't know that he sells drugs. The fuck? 
you don't know that he's made that same girl that he's been with pregnant three times and she's he's forced her to get an abortion free like what the fuck they like to compare don't compare me like oh you, you're not doing this look look at this do you know that he's shotting ga 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 hmm? do you know that he's enrolled at the uni but he doesn't go do you think it's like you knows him don't say the piss don't say the piss but I'll, I'll do a whole episode on that because there's so many things that needs to be said man but yeah it's it's hold tight you man yeah oh you people that are gonna even be sent back this summer that's coming we're going into winter now but next year's summer hold tight if you feel like you're messing about stop it <laughs> stop it because when you get sent back and then you're staring at the wall <laughs> you're like this you're crying you're like, man, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run away you're not running anywhere you will stay there until you complete your what your GCSEs or your A levels, whatever it is, so you you better just plan it now. Like I think it over everything it taught me to just like I was always respectful before, but if something is bothering you, or if you feel like you're in a fight with yourself or your identity, no one's against you. Like everyone's kind of they in their own boat. I think we forget that parents, aunties, whatever we're all adults you know what i mean we're all going through our in some of us we're all kids you know what i mean we're all going through our own hardships but don't take it out on anyone we're all going through something you know it will get resolved but if any of you have your stories about being sent back or you think you're going to be sent back let me know <laughs> i'll be interested in knowing that but yeah man it's tight and to the teacher that i called i can't i'm sorry in it like i was just pissed i was just pissed that you called on me but yeah hold tight Thank you for listening, guys. Make sure to subscribe and you follow. Be ready for the next one. I'm out.